Warning, what you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome to the Trash Heap Podcast. It's me, Keith. Noticeably absent from this episode is Elliot. I'm not quite sure where he is or what he's doing, and I don't really want to talk about it, so we're going to quickly move on and we'll address it later. But for now, I've got with me Joe and Jeremy from Pacific Northwest Band Moments. Hello. Hello. Just recently put out a new single and they're desperate for PR opportunities, so here they are. Pollination, right? Yeah, Welcome exactly. to the show, fellas. <laughs> Thanks for having us. You're Desperate. Welcome. Like, this is, like, not a good show. Well, all all 20 of our listeners, I can I can name by heart, and uh, I don't know if they're going to like your music, so it's a, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We're going to find out, though. Um, I'm going to drink this other beer and hope they do. So, well, real quick, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody what you do in the band, and then also maybe... Uh, what your favorite Van Damme movie is of all time. And it doesn't have to be this one. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Jeremy. I'm uh, a little bit congested. I play guitar in uh, the band Moments. Uh, my favorite Van Damme movie is most likely Bloodsport, but I really have a, a soft spot for Time Cop. A lot of people said Van Damme should have got an Oscar nod for that one. I would like to meet them, uh, but they're all probably dead. <laughs> Someone a, probably traveled from the future to kill them. It was probably uh, a deep a deep state conspiracy oh, yeah. against him to not get an Oscar. But um, yeah, that's what I do in moments other than dreaming about Van Damme. I'm Joe. Um, I play guitar in moments, and I agree with Jeremy. Time cap. Time Cop, time wow, cop. Bar none. two Time Cop fans, yeah, that's a really good one, and also uh, relatable, because today we're going to be talking about 1991's Double Impact, where Van Damme teams up with himself, Hell yeah. uh, and you could argue that in Time Cop, there's definitely a moment where, there's a moment, <laughs> where he teams up with himself, although think, it's very brief. I think that anytime we say moment, uh your listeners have to drink. Oh, yeah, definitely. There you go. Yeah. So, that's one. Why don't you, uh, real quick, before we uh, start discussing Double Impact, uh, tell people where they can hear your music and see what you look like and all that good stuff. You can find us at uh, backslash moments NW and all the social media platforms. Twitter, or, Facebook. Or just momentsnw.com. Or just momentsnw.com sick yeah. yeah all the links so sick beautiful <laughs> well thanks for coming on the show guys i'm pretty excited to talk about not time cop <laughs> <laughs> did you almost say time cop but yeah i really want to talk about time cop now that's all i can think about but instead we're going to be talking about double impact a movie that is so special and such an incredible snapshot of Van Damme's <laughs> career. Uh, coming off the heels of success from Bloodsport mm -hmm. in 1988, this was really Van Damme's big shot in the States. Uh, and he teamed up with 
Sheldon Ledich again, who he worked with on Bloodsport. And I feel like this is probably one of the stronger uh, showcases of Van Damme, like from top to bottom. Like, forget all the wacky stuff that we're going to talk about, but in terms of displaying his strengths and what he's really all about, like, this is probably one of the best in his resume. I think there was a lot of dialogue uh, comparatively in this movie than in Bloodsport. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah, every movie before this, uh, even like uh, Cyborg, um, if you've ever seen Cyborg, which is basically Mad Max with Van Damme, but... uh, (laughs) He just sort of like whispers a few words here and there and doesn't say a whole much, a lot of stuff other than glaring at everyone. I mean, that's the signature blue still of Van Damme. Yeah, exactly. It really is. But yeah, he really gets to stretch his wings in double impact, taking on the dual role of Alex and Chad Wagner, two sides of the same coin. And I'd even go so far as to say... This is Van Damme personally working out some major identity issues. Like if you, and we'll kind of touch on a lot of this stuff, but he he literally goes from one character being a stereotypical California pretty boy, constantly smiling and cracking jokes. Like shy and naive almost. Exactly. And then also uh, the other twin brother is this, scowling sarcastic hard-edged violent alcoholic well made by the streets right exactly and it's almost like these are the two sides to van damme internally constantly struggling and then eventually they meet in a battle to the death and then come to terms with each other yeah i wonder if his therapist encouraged him to write this movie i don't think he had a therapist you don't think so? No. So maybe it was the cocaine and alcohol encouraged. They said, Van Damme, this is a good idea. Let's write this movie. And he locked himself in a room <laughs> for 48 hours and just banged it out. There's no hate in that dojo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the dojo of the mind. <laughs> so have you never seen the movie? You guys have seen the movie before. Yes. How many yes. times have you seen this movie? More than twice. Um, probably would... four times for me. I think... I don't know, like five or six times. I don't know. My brother and I were like, like ironically into Van Damme in high school. Yeah. Because it was <laughs> like, not only just, okay, they could be pretty bad movies, but then it was like, oh, these aren't really bad movies. Yeah. Eventually so, you turn that corner into actually yeah. liking it oh, yeah. and appreciating it. Oh yeah. And that's why we're talking about it on this show. This movie is, despite all its weirdness... It's a lot of fun, and it's a really well-made action movie. Not deserving of the 14% on Rotten Tomatoes? Get fucked. Yeah, I totally Who is that. responsible for this stupid website? <sighs> Isn't it user-generated? like Yeah, it's. I believe there's, there's a user score and there's a critic score. Uh, is it like combined? I like mean, a, there's, like there's a... two different ones, so... The tomato meter, I believe, is critics, so that's the 14%. The audience score is 42%, okay. which is still disappointing. I'm not sure where all the haters are coming from, but as I said, get fucked, because this is an incredible movie. It's like almost like the Electoral College of voting on this. Yeah, I think it fixes in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, come on. It starts off with Alex and Chad's parents getting murdered in cold Yeah, blood. right I mean, out of the gate. Right out of the gate. It's I mean, almost like a like a like a Batman esque type of beginning. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. lighthearted. You don't see any corruption. You know. You see sudden, you see the colonization of uh, you know, England. Yeah, these well, exploiting well-to-do yeah. British men are are here to provide this yeah. pathetic country of China with this incredible underwater tunnel in order to improve everything. Yeah. Wow, they've saved the day. <laughs> what would China have done without this underwater tunnel? Oh, <laughs> uh, but we we'll never know. But as it turns out, oh, in yeah. order to fund this tunnel, this uh, British whatever real estate developer, whoever he is had to take a secret loan from Raymond Zhang and the Zhang crime family. And so the father of Chad and Alex is subsequently murdered once his services have been rendered in very violent yeah, fashion. very violent. I mean... It's, I remember watching this on TV first, <laughs> like it being shown on television, and I do not remember... Like people get shot and literally their entire torso explodes. Yeah. It's it's uh, a testament to uh, how great the effects artists were. Yes. Um, because it was all localized, no CGI. Yeah, squib hits abound. <laughs> like, someone gets shot with, like, a normal pistol, yeah. and it, just this massive volcano of gore opens up on their back. It's, like, it's almost incredible. you could see the bones, too. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And then, disgusting. yeah, the mother gets her face shot off with, a shotgun, with a shotgun. And, yeah, you get to see uh, uh, that moment, and it's... It's pretty disturbing. The, the actually, one of disgusting. one of my favorite characters, I think, in any movie, uh, Bolo Huin. Yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah, Bolo. <laughs> so uh, apparently, Van Damme was so happy after working with him on Bloodsport. He was like, "I gotta find another movie to do with you, dude." They were like best buds. <laughs> he does that thing where he like flexes, and then also like. I don't know, his, like, biceps start to ripple. Oh, yeah, definitely. He was a huge, like, power lifter yeah. uh, in China, and so any chance to, like, show people what he's made of yeah. takes that opportunity. But, yeah, he immediately walks into getting shot in the face by Uncle Frank, who's played yeah. by the incomparable Jeffrey Lewis. Oh, my God. He's so good in this movie, <laughs> Yeah, actually. And you've probably seen him in a hundred other movies. Mm-hmm. He's just one of those character actors that's everywhere. He's an incredible human being. Is he like the Gary Oldman of the 90s? Late 80s? Yeah, something like... I mean, even before that, I mean, he was in... I just recently watched him in Stephen King's uh, Salem's Lot uh, TV movie. uh, And he's awesome in that. That movie is pretty awesome, but very boring. I really shines. I really enjoyed the the hairpiece they had on him at the beginning of the movie. Oh, Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Very cohesive, matched his mustache. Yeah. Not too bad. The back and forth banter... When uh, handheld radios in a car, yeah, I don't get, I don't, I don't get that. But I mean, they had to stay in constant contact because he is the bodyguard of a consulate. I don't know what you call him. What that guy's job was, Joe? Any idea? I don't really know. (laughs) He was, yeah, the father of. It's really vague. (laughs) It really was. The twins, Chad and Alex, is uh, somehow involved with, um. Uh, Griffith, the yeah. the British businessman who takes the loan from the mob, and um, yeah, I don't know what his. At one point, 
Uncle Frank talks about his construction expertise, but like, what does that mean? Maybe That's he's so like vague. the architect. Yeah, maybe. Like he's the designer, made sure that this whole thing happened. Yeah, could be. I mean, ultimately, it doesn't matter because he's murdered within the first ten minutes. Of Wife the movie. just yeah. splattered. Yeah, just everybody's <laughs> dead, and then Fra- Uncle Frank comes tearing in to save the day. Meanwhile, the nanny takes one baby oh, just... and runs off into the bush. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't. Uh, she could have carried them both. My my thought when I was rewatching this movie was how, <laughs> like how can and I thought both of the characters, Uncle Frank and the nanny, were just gonna dump these kids off in like random places. Right. Like when uh, Uncle Frank is at the boatyard, I thought they're, he's just gonna throw him on the boat. In the yeah. same way that there was a discovery with the nun for uh alex and you're just like oh, okay the next thing that you're <laughs> expecting after uncle frank is at the boatyard is that some fisherman is just gonna find yeah chad just chilling there yep but you know just like all chads they have a better life than alex's <laughs> exactly <laughs> alex's tend to get hosed yeah. i do appreciate they're able to explain away uh the french accent in both situations because normally they just sort of there's a couple van damme movies where they talk about his background like lionheart uh and things like that oh uh, sheldon ledich uh they also worked on lionheart together which is one of my favorite van damme movies um that movie rules like dudes fighting in a swimming pool while wearing singlets like i'll never that image was burned into my head as a child like and water like, polo i made my action figures do that over and over again in the bathtub yeah nice. just like i just fill up a couple inches of water so it was like an almost empty pool and then like try and do the like the, the spraying motions oh, yeah. from all the kicks yeah it was fun um but also then like flash forward 25 years later and then thinking of some dialogue and, and uncle frank's like don't call me uncle frank yeah he's like, it's like it's all these revelations come out in a span of five minutes like, like what is happening it's like, boy i raised you uh <laughs> just because i raised you in france yeah doesn't mean you're french <laughs> right yeah. so yeah all these revelations because we smash cut to uh the aerobic studio oh slash god. slash oh god. karate studio that uncle frank owns and um we get to meet a grown-up Chad, uh, who yes, is, <laughs> it's the softer side of Van Damme. He yeah. loves to dance, he loves to stretch, he loves to stay in shape, and he's teaching a class of ladies how to how to get the, the kinks out. It's like pre-yoga? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, yoga was invented, but no, it wasn't one, was, no one was into yeah. it. Yeah, it was still like a mysterious... And then he's wearing like some like sweet pastel colors, oh, and yeah. like kind of like an aerobic... Uh, what you call it? jumpsuit? Yes, one hundred percent. It's that hot, that like, that crop top, that uh, that yes. tank top crop top, you'd see in some uh, late night jazzercise type of coordinated dance infomercial. Yeah, it just it was perfect. And, and then it, what what was going on with the the crack addict in the uh, in the karate studio? Yeah. Where he wanted to see the special kicks. The dude with the long hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, was like... the Australian guy who showed up in the karate class just to beat somebody up. <laughs> and then JP just like kicks him in the face and is like, fuck you. Yeah, he's got he's got like an Australian or New Zealand accent, I think. He's yeah. Like, you wanna see one of my special kicks? <laughs> and then he tries to yeah, he tries to kick uh Alex's head off and ends up getting Chad. a foot Chad. to the face. Oh yeah, Chad, you're right. <laughs> oh man. I'm this is gonna be it, hard. Blowing it already. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh. Also, we get to see one of the first uh, the first bold shots throughout the entire movie. I feel like Jean-Claude Van Damme wanted people to pay attention to his package in this movie. Oh, for sure. There's <laughs> so many call-outs to his giant wiener in this movie. Yeah. It's incredible. It must have been written in the contract. Yeah. I think, I think it had to have been. He's like, he's like, I'm not doing this movie unless... There are a couple that... moments. <laughs> there's a couple Where moments. There's... Yeah, they should have just called it JCVD's giant boner saves his family. Saves himself. Yeah. Perfect. There was a there was an interesting scene later on in the movie that kind of blew my mind in the sense that uh, he was battling his demons, getting drunk, and picturing himself making love to his own girlfriend. Well, that's such an interesting sequence, and I think let's hold off on that for a second because that's gonna that's gonna be a lot. Okay, there's a yeah. lot going on there. Um, yes, we cut to 25 years later. Everyone's grown up. Uh, Alex is living in China as a smuggler, gangster, whatever you want to call him. Cognac. Yeah, the Han Solo of hair slicked back, leather jacket, yeah. cigar, black outfits boots like a mini schwarzenegger so sick he's like a fashion icon but mock turtlenecks yes he's a big fan of those i just learned today what a mock turtleneck is it's wild i had no idea i had heard the term my entire life and i didn't really realize until watching this today what a mock turtleneck was and it's a turtleneck that it doesn't go up long enough to fold over yeah just comes up almost like a priest collar yeah and it's sick. It's well, sick at everyone. There are mock turtlenecks from here to eternity in this movie, and they all yeah. look so sick. My mom is guilty of putting me in a couple mock turtlenecks when I was younger. That's awesome, uh-huh. dude. <laughs> Maybe I'll send you a picture and you mean, can put it as the episode. Yeah, when you were a kid, I can imagine that being tra- traumatic, but yeah. now, as an adult, it's a, totally a look. They're back. I don't know. I haven't seen you wearing one. I think I'm going to go out and buy some right now. Not just a... I think you need to bring it back. Not just a mock turtleneck. Mock turtleneck underneath a trench coat. Or like, just like, like a, a raincoat, blazer? Like a business raincoat. Like Under, shoulder pads. Underneath a blazer, yes. One of the goons yeah. at the uh, at the club later is wearing one. So many nice permed mullets. Under like a like a bomber jacket. Yeah. <laughs> like even underneath like just like a nice chambray shirt. Incredible. <laughs> The, the fashion in this movie is just overwhelming to me. I mean, me. this vision in my head, it's beautiful. I can't stop thinking about it. And the, the choices are suited to the characters, right? So all is all super dark Darth Vader muted palette for Alex. And then Chad is all bright pastels, Hollywood, California. Oh, yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> Black silk underwear. Can, can we talk about, like... When they go to Hong Kong, and so Chad and Uncle Frankie walk in, and then Alex's girlfriend... Yeah, so it's time to mysteriously go to Hong Hong Kong. Kong. (laughs) On Air Philippines, by the way. Yeah. Air Philippines. Somehow Uncle Frank talks Chad into flying to Hong Kong, and there they are in some mahjong parlor, and then what? And then Alex's uh, girlfriend... Well, no. You gotta... There's someone who owes him a debt. Yeah. Or something. Oh yeah, just screaming at him. Yeah, and... looks like yep. he has a gun in his uh, holding his hand then, in his like, jacket. Sucks money in his hand. And it's like, what is that all He's about? Like, what do you? What would he give you? <laughs> it's cash money. I love Hong Kong. All kinds of great like dialogue <laughs> oh, yeah. lines from this guy. And it's hard to tell what was improvised and what was not. Because well, it's it's shy and so charismatic. Shy and naive. Chad. <laughs> Is just thinking that everything is a walk in the park. Has no idea what he's doing there. Yeah. 
he's just really wanting to embrace whatever crazy Uncle Frank is going to do. Yeah, he's ready to take everything as it comes. That's yeah. amazing. I enjoyed that that little bit of naivety throughout the first part of the movie. Well, and again, yeah, that, that goes back to him kind of talking about in interviews about how he wanted to show the softer side and how he believes that he's more like Chad in real life. That's who he is as a person. Yeah. And Alex is kind of this alter ego. Got a bottle of whiskey and some quaaludes that say differently yeah exactly <laughs> so then alex's girlfriend sees chad it's alex yeah and how like, is she stupid whispers into his into his ear and like brings him to the back room if you were in that situation if you saw someone that looked exactly like someone you knew but they were dressed un- uncharacteristically and had a different haircut would you be fooled into thinking that was them um i don't know would, would you approach confidently, as she does, and start touching their genitals? I mean, it's 1991. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a wilder time. Yeah. Free love. I that mean, black silk uh, black, underwear. They black silk underwear. <laughs> I think for the, uh, the illusion of the movie, I think there really wasn't that far of a, a difference in hairstyle. No, I think, it was almost like he just didn't comb it back. Yeah, yeah. I think really what it was is she was impressed that he had picked out these clothes and that maybe he was changing oh yeah she's waiting for the oh, bad boy to yeah. become yeah. somebody <laughs> yeah <laughs> their relationship doesn't make any sense it's almost like even though he lives in the back of a mahjong parlor behind a fish tank and has like a panic button she's like oh he's just a regular guy and she works for some she works for like a multinational yeah. like corporation for some like british national and mm-hmm. and is the polar opposite in every way, but seems to never wonder where he is or what he's doing. But she's always pining away, and it's like, oh, I miss you, and I love you, and but she does. It's almost like Crank, where his girlfriend, Jason yeah. Statham's girlfriend, has no idea that he's a hitman and thinks like listens to every lie that she's fed by him. It's fascinating. It's the nineties. It's the way they portrayed women. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was so focused on her own career, I guess, that she was just like happy to be. Dating someone who slicks back his hair and wears mock turtlenecks. Toidles. Toidle. Toidle. <laughs> and then Alex comes in and he's pissed. Oh, yeah. It's he's time like, for the first headbutt of the movie. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Alex just comes, he's like, what are you doing, dude? Headbutt. Yeah, he's ready to just hook up with this blonde girl because he's from California. Yeah. And you know, blonde girls, that's, yeah. that's 100% mm-hmm. his type. And then immediately eats the forehead of himself. <laughs> just wrecked. It happened so quick. Right? Yeah, and then he wakes up and he sees himself arguing with Uncle Frank, which I can imagine would yeah. be very jarring. Very disorienting. I, I honestly expected like a cowabunga, dude. What's going on? <laughs> it's like looking at myself in the mirror, but like with like slick back hair and a leather jacket on. Yes. <laughs> How exciting would that be, though, to meet somebody who is you, but your polar opposite in every way? I'd be fucking into it. What would that be like for you, Joe? I would be totally into that, actually. I'd want to know all about him, actually. But, I mean, what kind of characteristics would that, that person have, do you think? Oh, he just... Would it be, be, be a kind of similar, like, like, just, just evil? Just ass. Yeah, just swearing and, like, and... Totally vindictive and just just an asshole. Doing needle drugs. Yeah, I mean, just just going off the ledge, right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Contacts Take, instead taking of things glasses. To, taking things to 100 all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of me would probably... Have giving themselves to a church oh yeah like a like a sweetie like doing good throughout the world uh, selfless yeah i don't know 
has a sensible breakfast every day. <sighs> Folds his laundry neatly, irons his collared shirts. What an has angel. a separate drawer for socks and underwear. <laughs> Holy cow. Pairs them together. That's absolutely wild. <laughs> I don't know who that person would be. It's hard to even think about. How about you, Keith? Me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm such a complicated human being. Although, you know, it's funny that we're doing double impact because whenever I'm around Elliot, who obviously is not here, I see him as my, the Alex to my Chad. He's like very much like a shadow of myself. Yeah. And it's kind of upsetting that he's not around for this. Like, I really hoped we'd be able to do it together. So I wonder where he is. I don't know. Where's uh, Elliot? We're going to. We're going to get to the bottom of that question. We should get that trending on Twitter. Pretty soon. <laughs> Hashtag, where's Elliot? Yeah, Twitter, uh, let's look. Uh, Elliot Bay, but instead of B-A-Y, B-A-E. Oh, yeah. Don't think I haven't thought of that. <laughs> Double impact. The first we, meetup. Yeah, this is the first in- instance of Van Damme and Van Damme on screen together. And it works. There was a little bit of an improvisation in the line uh, when he wasn't so sure about him being his brother and uh, points them to the door. Oh, yes. You got five seconds. <laughs> or maybe the fish tank is better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's tons of great stuff like yeah. that. Um, Just seeing himself get crossed <laughs> up in his second language is always funny to spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then they kept it. This is also the first instance of uh, an F-bomb. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which is used quite a bit, and that's another... Only by him, though. Right. In reference to Chad. Exactly, and so that's another piece of evidence in in what I was saying in regards to... Is that how people think he would... That's how he views himself, and so he has this very masculine, hard-ass side that's pointing at his his sort of good-natured... Soft uh, side. Maybe, yeah, maybe what you might call a feminine side. Yeah. and and has like a low opinion of that. I think he's just uh, suppressing it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. an injury. He's just at war with himself, which is interesting because the softer side of him seems to always be on the lookout throughout this movie for another man's woman. Yo, yeah, he's a little shady, honestly. I mean, and is he shady. eventually, he eventually, he starts out uncomfortable with murdering people. And then yeah. by the end, he's like breaking people's necks and yeah. stabbing people and shooting machine guns. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, Major transformation. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was the. He takes off his shirt. The perfect storm of who he wants to be. A great killer. A little shady, but super nice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. At one point he goes and rescues Alex's girlfriend after she's been assaulted at her work kind of yeah. snooping around for evidence he takes a, the, their stupid tugboat all the way to the mainland or whatever and rescues her and drives her all the way back it's incredible i was wondering where he was going in that part of the way i'm like he just like hops in the boat because he's like oh can't find frankie and alex and yeah. i'm just gonna take this boat by myself and yeah. then like i'm like where do you go well to be honest there's a there's a, <laughs> a huge amount of time that elapsed in between those two parts yeah that I think really didn't even make sense to the point of the movie. No. Oh no! <laughs> I totally it's like agree. like there was random battles. Yeah, foot chase. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, we're now in this defunct mansion on an island. Yeah. Oh yeah. It didn't take a whole lot to convince Alex to join them in their like mini war on. It did not reclaiming this tunnel as their quote unquote birthright. Like he is. He's like, this is stupid. We can't but, take on Raymond Zhang and his gangster family. Okay, you got like, an army. 
so whatever. If and someone then builds he immediately is like, okay, let's go. Yeah. yeah. If someone builds a tunnel, like, how do you profit from that? Yeah, how do you reclaim it? Also, if it's your, like, as, as Uncle Frank says, your birthright. Like, what the fuck do you... Like, are there tolls being collected, or... Yeah. How do I make I mean, money off of a tunnel? Well, and also, it's you, you make the leap that it's their way of running drugs back and forth. Because uh, they're into the drug trade, right? And so Whoa. they they built it in their own interest. So, but how do you? Okay, you've killed everyone. Uh, spoiler alert! By the end of the movie, Zhang is dead. Um, spoiler Griffith alert. is dead. They've killed everyone and gotten their revenge. But yeah, how are they going to get their? Payout? The movie ended in such a weird way. It too. really did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but let's go back to saving. Yeah, let's rewind it a little bit because we've talked about the mock turtle next. Heavy editing. Also, also, I'm a little confused when they go to Raymond Zhang's. That's where they went, right? That casino parlor thing. Oh yeah, the, oh, the club. The, and the, yeah. the club, and then he brings in like a bomb, and then Frankie couldn't like detonate it or something. Well, they the plan doesn't go. And he like perfect. the well, deck, and he's like, whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 let's but take first a step back. there's the yeah, let's the Causeway Bay assault first. Yeah. So they go to they, well, they actually have a they have a little outing yeah. on the boat. Where Alex is making a deal selling Mercedes yeah. Benzes to uh, some some shady looking oh, yes. dudes on a boat. And uh, Alex and Uncle, or uh, Chad and Uncle Frank get to prove themselves by kind of handling business when, when the deal fire. goes sour. You want to see the real action. <laughs> you know, this is kind of relevant too to today. Is this how we're going to have to like buy German sports cars in the future? Is it? <laughs> like... Apparently, we're not supposed to have Mercedes in this country anymore, but... Whoa. Topical. It's, it's very topical, topical. Very topical. But these two men just wanted to buy some Mercedes. Right. So it wasn't why is that, that bad. Yeah, why is the the police chasing them down for that? I don't know. Is that really, like, isn't there... There's, like, a whole crime syndicate, yeah. like, running drugs back and forth, and they're like, whoa, 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 you can't buy this car off of this tugboat. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing, is maybe the police thought it was drugs, and it was just cars. Right. I think but. there was some VCRs and cigarettes in the trunk too, but like <laughs> honestly, like priorities. And yeah. Cognac. Oh yes. All the Cognac. Well, so obviously the deal goes south. They set the cars on fire, pull that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. So the deal goes south real quick, and we get to see uh, one of the first uh, throat karate chops by Van Damme. That's so it's it's the big like assault moves in this movie are headbutts primarily but then also that just like chop to the throat yeah like like that back edge of the hand well, right into the larynx i think it's just it's it's very significant to note that all of the stunts are very well coordinated yes the action um, is prime time dude but until you're for 91 all oh, yeah all six angles of one kick yes are in, are intentional so this is this is what i talk yeah. about when i i tell people about like how to handle van damme yeah it's van damme isn't like uh like jackie chan or jet lee or those like asian stars who like do awesome demonstrations of martial arts van damme is like a like just a couple of moves like efficient fast and then slow motion yeah. so you get the headbutt directly into the camera so you feel like you're getting walloped mm-hmm. by his forehead yeah. and then yeah you get the you get some high kicks you get some combos to yes. the camera too yeah just a couple of hits yeah. though but yeah the multiple angles of yeah. the one sick move yeah. it's all intentional and then it's great yeah 120 frames per second slowed they down didn't have that then did they yeah you just change the the speed of the camera because it's it's film dude 
And there's individual frames on there. What do you mean? Were we just born with digital cameras? Oh my god. <laughs> Get out. What iPhones did they use? <laughs> they had sidekicks. Oh, okay. Shot from my hip top. <laughs> I didn't think they had sidekicks back then. No, they didn't. My no. God. They had. That was like Patriot. No, they had the like... they had the big uh, brick black cell phone. Yeah, you get to see that. one. He yeah. has one on the tugboat. Yeah. But I also feel like that was like Pager territory too. Like, hey, dude, I got my fucking Pager. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that was more of it. Pagers were like mid nineties. As soon as they're done with the the deal. And they take them back to the mainland. Uh, Chad and Alex get into a little bit of an argument. Alex gets out of the or Chad gets out of the car, goes and lays his head back on the street wall. Yes, he thinking he spends half of this movie getting mistaken for his brother, yeah. and it gets him into the wildest situations. I know it's crazy. It's like he's either getting his dick touched, or his head caved in, or his dick punched. Like yeah. he literally goes through it all. Because no one can tell the difference between him and his brother. That's great. Well, Love so <laughs> everyone's now, super excited about his new jacket. The overexcitement about the boat leads us to believe it's not drugs because he's in the car now with Chang, and uh, they're talking about or is it Zhang? Zhang. Yeah. 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 He's in the car with him talking about how a couple of cars got him into that mess. Think about how much easier it'd be if it were a couple hundred pounds of white powder yeah zang's trying to recruit him into his yeah his gang so it takes him out to the shipyard shipping containers everywhere and we get our first taste of bolo yes bolo um just hits gets, him right in the dick just <laughs> incredible just one of the best like slow motion shots where you're just like how was he so fast to just accurately explode both testicles oh yeah just with efficiency he's a, he's surgical and with one eye, no less. Oh, yeah. He's got the face scar from getting shot in the face 20 years ago, and yeah. then the cloudy eye. So you know he's got no depth perception, but he just sort of, he feels the distance to his balls. God. And then just wallops. And with one so hand, yes. one hand. Oh, those, oh, yes, those palm thrusts. Completely destroys him on the side of a shipping container. Yes. Oh, yeah. How many concussions? He got, Chad gets a concussion at the beginning when he first meets Alex. He gets a concussion here. Pretty sure he gets a concussion later. Yeah. I mean, it's not your father's NFL. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> that they could survive this entire journey with uh traumatic brain injury. Yeah, they should have they should have been shown like shown him like not being able to go to sleep and then throwing up, you know, on the side <laughs> of the street and like the symptoms. But that's just me. Well, this violence is, you know, almost prescribed for a professional like Jean Claude. Oh, he's a consummate professional. Yeah. He's an all-timer. I mean, yeah. there's, there's like a layer of like concussion juice that prohibits him from getting it. It's true. Yeah. He's like a superhero, right? GP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, literally all of his movies follow the same sort of like uh, Lazarus uh, uh, archetype where it's like he gets the shit beaten out of him the whole time and then at the end he somehow rises from the dead and finds the fighting spirit within himself to like overcome the odds. Yeah incredible so in that same time frame uh alex is with uh his girlfriend they're on a boat um they're talking about how he she needs more time to figure out if this is really true if this guy really had plans to get rid of their father yeah what a twist that danielle alex's girlfriend yeah. is working for griffith yeah the man who had his father killed 
Like, what What yeah. are the odds? I mean, it just seemed like it was uh, made for a movie. Yeah, it's almost like it was written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, with Alex, of course, being short-tempered and frustrated at his girlfriend, gets off the boat, and she shouts in proclamation that she just conveniently knows that uh, her boss is going to be hanging out at uh, the, the nightclub of the... Yes. Of the the Club. drug overlord. Which she spouts off not even considering that they might go there and try to blow him up with yeah. fake cognac. Right. <laughs> Never did that cross her mind. So another instance again where Chad and Alex get mixed up. Yes. Well, this time uh, it's by design because they dress the same. Everybody's hair slicked back. They got the tuxedos going. They're looking real good. No, uh, no mock troll not though. No, not this time. No, this club is like high end. They're it's fancy. All the gangsters are in the back, like dressed to the nines, and they've got a, some kind of boat cake. They've just purchased a very large ship. Then the or girl maybe they took it over. Then the girl in the back room who just decimates that that guy. Yeah, the femme fatale. Like Karen. just like those thighs. Bam. Yeah, like, she's dangerous. Holy shit. Also, we get a glimpse of the dude with uh, the cowboy boots and the spurs. Oh, who's a he is a pretty awesome martial artist that yeah. didn't... He wasn't in too many movies, but he really got the shine in this. Yeah. Like, they really turned him into... He's got a full turtleneck. Yeah. In order to help him stand out. And a, and a full perm. Yes. Oh, he's permed... <laughs> so true. ...into the stratosphere. <laughs> There's enough chemicals running off of the back of his jacket... Yeah. ...to kill somebody, let alone the spurs on his boots. <laughs> the roundhouse kick, like... There's a stream of chemical... Down to the spur. Oh, yeah. His kicks are incredible, too. Like, perfectly straight legs. This guy's so flexible. I think he took Van Damme's aerobics <laughs> class at some point. But, yeah. Then, from there, they try to, like... And it's time to bring, blow everybody up. Right. Like, they bring in the cognac. Well, was it Alex who had the cognac Yeah, box? yeah, yeah. So, Zhang mentions before that uh, you bring some cognac as an apology uh, by after I kicked your ass. No big deal. Yeah. There's water under the bridge. Yeah. And so they bring a couple of cases of cognac with bombs inside in yeah. order to, uh, you know, for a clean hit. It's a great plan. They're dressed the same. It's almost like a... Pull the old switcheroo. couple cases of fireball. Uncle, Uncle Frankie is trying to detonate the thing, and it seems well, like it's not working for I him. I think Ch- right? Chad blows it. Like, he doesn't get the, um, the case to the right spot, right? Yeah. So Alex is dancing with somebody, and then... The idea is to get both of them near the back room, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and then, they like, can he's. Kill them both. Right. Yeah, but Chad gets confronted by the long haired Fabio goon with I the mock turtleneck. Or he wants to see you back there. Yeah. And then he's Personally. like. He's like, he's like, but I have to get another box of cognac from the. And then he, like, sets it down and, like, hits the deck, and I'm like, oh, oh crap, nothing, like, happened. I'm like, that's kind of premature, right? Yeah. I had to rewind that part <laughs> a couple like, times. Nice. I had to rewind that part a couple times because I couldn't figure out if. They voiced over that actor or not? I think they did. Uh, you know, I've seen him in other like straight to video like yeah. action movies and stuff, and I th- think it's pretty close. <laughs> I think he voiced over himself. Yeah, because it, it it was very. He's definitely yeah. a like sort of sounds like Sylvester Stallone kind of guy. Yeah, he needed to enunciate. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, a little sauced up <laughs> that That's night. Too bad. <laughs> he's he's kind of okay. He's a. Uh, he made a career out of just being that guy. Yeah. Like, literally just a goon. 
Sometimes a head goon, sometimes a lower level goon. But yeah. he got killed in multiple movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I admire those people though that just were able to like just find those sort of dust themselves off. Yeah, just find that that spot in the film industry and just make it work and yeah. like make a living at it. That's sick. I mean, there's a lot of steroids. Like, I, like, <laughs> let me be that guy. Like a lot of steroids. <laughs> a lot of steroids. Oh yeah. But a lot of domestic violence calls too. It's like one of those extras that you see in like every movie, and you're like, I know that guy. He's been in like sure. he's been in like horror movies. And then maybe you roll into a coffee shop or restaurant, and he's there. Maybe <laughs> exactly. he's working the bar. Maybe he's eating. I don't know. It could be. It maybe it's a slow slow so time true. of the year. I don't know. Wow. But yeah, so so Chad hits the deck. Everybody laughs at him because he looks like a fucking idiot. Right. And the bomb goes off like not even twenty feet away <laughs> yes. from. Yeah. Like, like, what is happening? But this does kick off one of my favorite action sequences of the entire movie. Because after the bomb goes off, there's smoke everywhere. Like, the lights are fucked up. Yeah. There's, like, a strobe effect happening. And all of a sudden, it's go time. All the goons come out, and it's it's time for everybody to spring into action. Mm-hmm. And Alex gets his shit in. Like, he shines. Picks up the shot of, of whiskey. Oh, yes. Drinks it. Crushes <laughs> it in his hand. Throws it away. And that was slow mode. Yeah. Just with like a perfect strobe. Explode. <laughs> Takes the two other bottles. Yeah, two of other whiskey Walker. bottles. Whacks the guy over the head. Another throat chop. And then takes care of business with the kicks. And then... There was a lot of subtle ad placement in this movie. Oh, for sure. There really what was. What kind of whiskey I know was that it? Too. It was Johnny Walker labels? Red. No kidding. That's what he was drinking all movie. The, the whiskey whiskey choice of yeah. the hong kong underworld it was ju- well it must have been the shit whiskey for them i guess <laughs> maybe johnny walker wasn't doing too well then yeah i know the red label was like the the cheapest stuff yeah the swill of johnny walker mm. yeah i didn't know that I'm not i mean really it's only like person. 40 dollars a bottle only oil tycoons and and construction magnates drink <laughs> brown liquor but <laughs> you'll stick to your gin they go back to their island hideaway, and Danielle gets frisked snooping around yeah. her office. Oh, that femme fatale. Yeah, by Karen. She was violated. Basically no assaults good. her. And, <laughs> and she asked if she could be frisked. Yeah. and was That was a twist for me. Ready yeah. to be into it. Yeah. yeah. 1991, pushing those hot buttons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they got real creative on this. Yeah. Thanks to probably some, some white powder and... <laughs> Some time Walker. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she calls But uh, she's finally has the evidence yeah. uh to to put uh Griffith under, like some actual hard evidence in the eyes of the and law. She brings the file back to the to the Mahjong place. Yeah, well, this, is the, this is the part where Uncle Frankie and Alex were somewhere yeah. chopping wood, chopping wood, hunting deer, or something like that. Like, Do they even they have out. a fireplace? Like, <laughs> why? I, I don't get it. Why were they back there? It just cuts to a scene, has an axe, chopping wood. There's Uncle Frankie's just chilling there. And then they like walk back and like they see the boat like in the distance. Yeah, they're like, and where's the boat? And he's like, where's Uncle Frankie? Where's shouts going? out, taking it for a joyride. <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah, I heard you. Heard you over that <laughs> right. massive engine. Yeah, but here, here it is, Chad trying to do the right thing by saving Danielle. Uh, well, because he had a, he, I think he had a crush on her. Oh, sure. Yeah. But he's also just, a, he's a yeah. sweetie, you know? Yeah. He wants her to be okay, and he also wants to take down Griffith and the whole deal. And then Alex gives the call, of course, to, I know where they are. Oh, yeah, he calls calls home, calls the uh, the bartender. Yeah, he's like, oh, is uh, she there? Is she, Let me speak to my brother. Yeah, he's snooping. He already knows. Yo, he's ready. He's fired up <laughs> and ready, and he's going to start drinking soon. 
But um, conveniently, the the gangster goons show up right as he's about to go fetch his brother yeah. to talk on the phone. And so that leads to all sorts of... It's just, it's just bad timing, you know? It just seems really like is. someone who's insecure with themselves. Oh, for sure. That's... He's... He's still that scared little boy that yeah. got uh, left taken out of the 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 car and then dropped off at the orphanage. He's afraid of abandonment by women because he was abandoned by his nanny. Also, it, his girlfriend yeah. looks exactly like his mom. Come on, little, dude. Little weird. He doesn't Does he even know what his mom looks like. Yes, he has the the information was input into his brain you know, even if he wasn't aware. Very creepy. So Oedipus <laughs> complex. First, well. I mean, his father was killed. He definitely wants to marry his mother. So, I don't know if that qualifies as an Oedipus complex, but it's pretty close. Yeah. He's got something going on. It's real yeah. complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so, you just, you just wants to get it in with his mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing happened in um, Baby Driver. Like, I've, I've been raving about this since Fantastic the movie came movie. out. I haven't watched it. It's, it's, it's a cool movie. It just reminds me of, like, Drive, but with, like, a kid. But yeah, Baby Driver uh, dates a girl that looks and sounds and does the exact same thing his mother did that he mm-hmm. loved about her. So is yeah. that his like version of running away? No, he just got like basically like recruited and by a a, a crime lord. <laughs> how did he, how did he become <laughs> such a great driver? I mean, he was just born that way, dude. <laughs> yeah, born that way. It's just like um. Yeah, it's, it's like such a, bullshit. Oh, he had a talent for driving. An innate what? ability, yeah. <laughs> to operate a machine that is not of us. Right. I don't know, I'm you talking might, shit you, on another movie at this you, point. You might say it's <laughs> it's alien to him, which is a perfect segue to check in and see how many days it's been since Elliot hasn't seen Alien Covenant. Oh, wait, never mind, he's not here. We're not going to do that segment. Sorry. Where's Elliot? Uh, I feel like you're kind of having a moment right now. I, I got confused there for a second. Sorry, guys. Uh, anyway, so what really this is all building to is finally the showdown between... No, we have to talk about that part. So obviously oh, no. during this part, oh, no. the goons uh, are inside of the air uh, of the... Uh, Mahjong parlor in the back area, of course. Uh, she knows the exit. She knows how to get out of there. She leaves the hard evidence inside of uh, the uh, apartment area of Alex's. And Chad and her are on a escape, trying to get out of there. Running no, through I the think city. she 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 brings the the files because they. But they. Ch- Chad has them when they get back to the island. Okay, they're a little wet, a little damp. <sighs> Anyway, I'm a little wet and a little damp after the next scene that happened. <laughs> so me too. Oh my God, Chad, uh, Chad, and uh, Alex's girlfriend are running all the while, escaping danger. Alex is only thinking about and manifesting this image. Yeah, he starts drinking the whatever bathtub liquor he had <laughs> just on the, hand. The disgusting Johnny Walker. Yeah, just yeah, the gross brownest. Like just toilet water looking booze. Half the bottle. He's just chugging it. There's a silhouette scene where he just downing it and it's actually coming off of his chin. Yeah. And then so, he, he does that awesome move where he blows out his nose oh, and there's not massive rocket. spray. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. Um so he's thinking about himself 
which really isn't about himself, but the caricature of who is now making love to his girlfriend yes. is him. It just, I, I don't get it, but also like, it was such a powerful thing to see that he was so insecure about his vanity yeah. that he also made it about himself in this roundabout way. Yeah. Like, oh, I heard gunshots and everyone's in danger, but all I can think about is how this girl's cheating on me. Yeah, my twin brother, who yeah. I think is below me and and this... Black silk underwear. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Mr. California, Mr. Disneyland. F-bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. F-bomb and how, yeah, how could she betray him like that? It's not a JCVD movie unless there's some... The the sex Nudity. the sex vision yeah. is also like it's like lit with like mm-hmm. pinks and blues and yeah. then there's like like the outfit he was wearing when he right. first saw the movie. Yeah. yeah yeah and then it's these acrobatic like humping sheets like, this and wild, Cirque du Soleil like, shit yeah. like it's completely absurd and that it's interesting that that would be Alex's vision instead yeah. of like you know maybe something a little like more down to earth and right. raw and he was just taking it to 10. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He really was like, he was like, that's the kind of lovemaking I could never give her because I'm just like a a street rat. Yeah. (laughs) But Mr. California can do all kinds of magical things like relight everything. And there's just soft wind blowing. Yeah. (laughs) Soft wind blowing. Sheets everywhere. They're in some nightclub. Yeah. They're floating off into the sky, like into the clouds. Just connected at the hip. Two souls becoming one. <laughs> oh, they get back. Everything's fine. Nobody's Every, nothing dead. is fine. Well, nothing's fine, but they get back to the island. Even Uncle Frank says so. He's like, you got a lot of explaining to do, dude. I'm going to go ditch this boat, and yeah. hopefully you guys haven't killed each other when I get back. So, Can we talk about Uncle Frank just still being the anchor of this movie? He's so oh, good. yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's the, so king of, the king of exposition there to explain things when you're confused. <laughs> He's there to hold the family together mm-hmm. when there's conflict. But he also instigates. He does. Why isn't he there for when they're beating the shit out of each other? Because he's got to go ditch the boat. He didn't have to ditch the boat Helicopters right and there. stuff. Yeah, they're trying to... Which is stupid because it's like... He doesn't want them to find the boat. But the helicopter already, already like... Yeah. Saw him like, huh, what's that up there? Well, they're flying over, right? So they figured out where the boat's headed. Mm -hmm. They don't need to see it parked there to be like, well, that's where they're at. Dumb. So yeah, it's just a convenient way for him to leave and have them be able Mm -hmm. to beat the shit out of each other for a little bit. Which, here comes another concussion for both of them. (laughs) Right, Because they fucking go at it so hard. And Chad just throws the hissiest of fits. Oh yeah, he's drunk out of his mind and he's like, you're a whore and you're a son of a bitch. And Chad runs out onto the dock. I'm going home. I'll swim if I have to. Oh, but I mean, before before the sort of the climax, there's all kinds of great lines in this fight scene. <laughs> I had to write them down. Like, like he says something like, "I hope you enjoyed it," because I'm gonna fuck up his face. Oh yes. And then uh, <laughs> after taking a couple of kicks, uh, Alex says, "You're not bad for a pussy." <laughs> and he's like, he's sort of, he's leering at Chad with like blood coming out of his nose. And he's like, it's like, he almost wants to kiss him. Like he's finally like, they're earning each other's respect through this conflict. He's like, you fucked my girlfriend. Then you kicked me in the face. That's the kind of brother I want. 
That's what he was hoping for this entire uh, time. And then here comes, here comes, the uh, coup de gras. Turn up because he, uh, uh, Alex instigates the fight by slapping Danielle. Yeah. Uh, which obviously Chad is not going to stand for because he's a ride or die sweetie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so after they exchange some blows, punch each other in the nuts, some kicks, headbutts, all that good stuff, fell from a second story. Yes, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. That fall together. I thought they were going to merge together like in Time Cop. Like <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but the, this this line was the coup de grace. It was, maybe I'm drunk, but tomorrow I'll be sober. And he'll always be a faggot. <laughs> like, best like, wow, that's the, the, movie. The, third, the third time. And wow, dude. If that's not like an, a Van Damme like working out some kind of like yeah. identity crisis. Yeah. like through this movie like i don't know what is dude it's uh that's not in there for fun that's a little projective yeah that was pretty intentional yeah i think uh that was some there were a lot of demons worked out i'd love to talk Um, to to jean-claude about this movie mr van damme (laughs) let's get you on the horn let's chat about this if you have time i'm gonna i'm gonna mention you on twitter uh check us out at trash heap pod Please give me five minutes of your time just to talk about your inspiration on this movie. Because... Just that scene. Yeah, yeah even just that scene. scene. Yeah, yeah, just that. Let's let's see how deep the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, I mean, we could send you some Johnny Walker. Yeah, whatever he needs. <laughs> whatever he needs. Only only the best for Jean Claude. Come on now. He might have to upgrade from red to black. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, so then, like you were saying, Chad storms off. They both wake up on the beach. Yes, yes. Alex definitely is concussed because he got the shit beat out of him. And Again. Alex is definitely concussed because he drank an entire liter of whiskey. Yes. You could tell. They get up, uh, alarm clock by machine gun. Yeah, it's incredible, the, the intestinal fortitude displayed here. Like, can you, yeah. can you imagine being hungover and doing literally anything? Now imagine getting up and beating having the to, shit out of like thirty people. Yeah, having to with guns fight trained soldiers. Yeah, yeah. navigate the beach and like think of a clever way to like <laughs> infiltrate a ship and find your friends who have been kidnapped. Yeah, I can do that. That'd be a mess. You barely make it to brunch on time. I know, right? I mean, it's <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> so that's a good. That's that was their moment where they were like, "Welcome home." Right, that's that moment where he. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they've dispatched most yeah. of the the goons on the island. Um, there's one cool moment where uh, Alex uh, steals someone's handgun, and we get to see like a crouching full arm like side shot, like of him flexing, like his entire yeah. forearm and bicep just rippling in slow motion as he fires yeah. this pistol, which I love. He's just like a beautiful <sighs> specimen. Like a flawless physiological <laughs> he really is. example of humanity. It's incredible. <laughs> All right. So, but there, yeah, it's time to torture some dude to get some information. Yeah. And, uh, so on this on this boat where they go and find their way to their captured friends. Yes. There's, there's just a part of me that was really bothered by the fact that the inaccuracy of bullets to shots fired by Alex's character. Was so inaccurate. It was really disappointing. I'm glad you caught that too. It was. <laughs> he must have shot 
his one single pistol that he had while he was battling maybe one or two people at, at a time more than 16 times without having to refill. Oh, 100%. So when he got to that point where he needed to refill and he saw the gun go back, it was a little improv. He pulled something out from somewhere and loaded it in. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden f- flips around and now he has a second gun? Oh, well, he so he dressed up. He disguised mm-hmm. himself as one of the soldiers oh, yeah. in order to infiltrate the boat. So you could make the leap that those pants, That's that he, those it. tiger camo pants, which look so sick, by the way. They do. He was full of all kinds of accoutrement. But <laughs> the accuracy of non-reloading really got to me. Yeah. Because that, there was a part where he was literally rolling on the ground. Yes. Just firing, firing into the camera. Just like at least 40 to 50 shots without yeah. refilling That's or reloading. Beautiful. And I was just like, I, I can't do this. I can't, can't take it seriously at this point. That's how they rolled 91. Right. So it was at this point that you couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> I, yeah. At this point, I was just like, okay, this is a, just made like... I tried to go into each movie with the storytelling intact. Maybe it's more of like a fly on the wall so to speak where mm-hmm. you're, you're like okay i get all these great angles of this movie and it's a true life story because that's what you're supposed to go into a movie right you're thinking that this is something that could actually happen you know except for like the avengers or something i don't think that could actually happen. i mean nobody but... ever went to the bathroom that's like the age-old thing it's like when does everybody go to the bathroom yeah I never saw him drink any water after his hangover. Yeah, either. after I when I have a hangover, man, I usually there's I'll like a, like an AM shit that he has like... to come out. And... Yeah. Well, he was on whiskey. I mean, you usually just drink cheap Mexican beer. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have this whiskey gum you up? Is that? <laughs> I don't know. Huh. And comparatively to beer, I could tell you that it, beer evacuates a lot faster. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe with more force too. Sure. <laughs> Keep that in there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna stay in. Amazing. So Danielle and Frank are going to be tortured to death, we can assume. They're yes. on the they're on this ship and Zhang whips out this some kind of hose that fires it's, steam. Yeah, it's steam. Yeah. My question is, can steam kill a man? It can burn you. It can burn you. Sure. But it, it can't kill. Well, it's like waterboarding. Yeah. Well, you could die from waterboarding. You but can't because you, you can choke. You drown, yeah. Yeah. Right. But can, is there a way to. They're blasting Frank in the chest with steam, and he's in a lot of pain, obviously. <laughs> but steam, I don't think so. Yeah. I think he just gets really burned. What's, but... their, what's their end game? Just. He's going to. It's, it's gonna, torture. It's going to hurt so much that he's going to fess up? Yeah. No, no, no. Not Frank. Well. He was in Vietnam, dog. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He was in the shit. I mean... Sick transit gloria. Uncle 90s, Frank is hard as fuck. Come on now. Yeah. He's not, he's 25... Not well, I won't say that because if you think about it, he was a bodyguard detail for this architect type. And if it's 25 years before 91, like, the timing could oh, loosely... He, he says, like, I worked security for this guy after I got out of Nam, but yeah, it's that's cutting it pretty close, I guess. Maybe he was, like, in Nam for maybe, like, a year? Yeah, he did like a nine month tour yeah. and then he was out because yeah. he did a real good job. Yeah. Sold out all the venues. Yeah. <laughs> all of his merch was flying off the shelves. Yeah. They're like, okay. We're not going to reprint anymore. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. Some more <laughs> Uncle Frank merch. 
maybe he was in Nam, but he wasn't like those dudes that come back that are a little traumatized. Yeah, like Gary Busey yeah. or Christopher Walken, maybe. Or um, John Rambo. Gary Sinise. Oh, yeah, Gary Sinise. Yeah. He had a real rough time of it. What about Michael J. Fox, Casualties of War? I mean, you, it shows even now, in real life, Yeah, the effects of war. On Michael J. Fox. Yeah. He's the best. He's the best. Michael J. Fox is awesome. Come on. Yeah, punch Jeremy in the head for making fun of his his disease. Come on, dude. Whoa, dude. Yeah. I never mentioned once. Yeah, that's what you were implying with that. You. You, you were thinking of that. Bitch. Anyone who knows me knows that Back to the Future is my favorite movie. Oh, I hate that movie. Uh, best tril- Keith, best trilogy ever. Don't talk to me about Back to the Future. I hate that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the reason why I, got, I weaseled my way onto the cool. show. Okay. To so talk about Back to the Future. So Marty goes back in time and fucks all this shit up. Just so he can get a new truck and date a hot girl, and that wasn't intentional. And his dad can be rich and confident instead of like that the was person not that intentional. Was intentional. That was just that was a byproduct of byproduct him. What happened? Of uh, enabling his dad to be a better person. Mm-hmm. But his exactly. life is so much better, implying that like you can't have a good life if you don't have money and confidence and a good-looking family. Well, confidence, I think, is the main message there, right. though, is because he's trying to tell his weasel of a little shitbag dad. To stand up for himself for once in life. Yeah, but you don't have to stand up for yourself in life to be happy. Okay. So you're just going to be a rollover? Yeah. Okay. The the meek shall inherit the earth, dog. (laughs) There's a a loose representation of that. I think what they mean by that, when the meek shall inherit the earth, is the person who knows how to uh, sheath their sword. Ah, Knows how to use their sword, but keeps it sheathed. Oh, will inherit. that's profound. There's, I mean, I yield, sir. So <laughs> I yield. You can stand up for yourself. You can you can know how to use your weapons, but just obviously George McFly didn't know how to use his weapon right, until true. his son had to come rescue him. Yeah. That's fine. I still don't like. And then his life was forever changed because. Right, he just gets that douchebag truck though, and still sore about it. I hate it. Well, he crashed it, and that's why he couldn't uh, play guitar anymore. What if he got a Volkswagen or something? He just wanted to race needles, right? He just wanted to race needles. Yeah. Hmm. And needles became his boss and fired Mm -hmm. him in the future. All right. Whatever. You know, you're gonna have to have us back on, and we're just gonna debate. Yeah, let's fight about Back to the Future. That sounds fun. Anyway. anyway, yeah, back to double impact. <laughs> Is it over yet? Is the movie over yet? My God, no, it's not. We no. still haven't. Can Steam kill a man? Was my last question, but uh, they unlimited f- bullets can. Yeah, they fake out killing Uncle Frank, and there was that moment where Chad, the slow mo. Chad eats that up so quickly without even the, thinking about like, it. Like slow motion, like shaky cheeks Oh yeah, from that's his sport. signature look. Yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. That's perfect Van Damme. So emotional and so intense. Like oh. the, it's the feeling of loss. So they both go down. They find their way there. They get to both Frank. They get both to, to the girlfriend. Yeah, they split up. Oh wait. Yeah, they rescue Frank and Danielle. Yeah. Uh, they kill Kara, the femme fatale. Yeah. She had just stabbed in the gut yeah. after 
There's a weird moment where she grabs Alex's balls yeah. and just looks at him as if like he's going to stop fighting and be like, okay. Well, at that point, he hadn't hit her. Right. He was just trying to like get her away. Yeah, he didn't want it. Yeah, he's trying to disarm her from the knife. And then, yeah. Does he hit her with an open-handed blow? Like, it's a, was it's a, it wasn't a punch. It wasn't a punch. Yeah. It was a slap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was more one of those like... But, yeah, but the palm thrust. Yeah. And then he but then he still sticks a switchblade into her guts. Which she dies really fast from. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think he, he just like nails the liver and she goes into immediate shock and it's like, Okay, I'm dead, I guess. Alright, I'll just die. Yeah. His knowledge of anatomy is Obviously. rich and dense. That's why he's such an efficient killer, constantly thrusting his fucking palm edge into people's larynxes. <laughs> I just did Steven Seagal, like, make the, like, neck break popular in movies? Hell yeah, Under Siege, dude. Yeah, that was definitely his signature. Yeah. Well, he had, like, three movies almost back-to-back where he's doing that kind of yeah. shit. He's, like, breaking necks, but dick, like doing, like, the arm So we saw Bolo uh, earlier in the movie break the neck of the guy that was a little bit weak when uh, Chad was fighting him, fighting him in the container. Yeah. But I, th- I think they were close to, like... 12 or 15 neck breaks in this movie yeah even even uh alex does like a crazy like spinal snap yeah. like he like does like a tilt-a-whirl kind of move yeah and, like you hear the guy's spine snapping yeah. and then chad when they're on the boat snaps somebody's neck with his legs yeah he's like where's your brother yeah yeah oh uh, it just it blows my mind like <laughs> my brother the, yeah. he hates bodies man <laughs> in, the, in the 90s in the 90s i think the neck break was like the most like glorified kill oh yeah in any action movie yeah i think even in the greatest christmas movie of all time die hard they incorporated quite a few neck breaks oh for sure i think karate kid too who got their neck broken in karate i don't think anybody died in karate kid yeah he's probably right (laughs) i don't know i I distinctly remember daniel larusso like and the mr miyagi broke a couple people's necks in that halloween fight scene right Oh, I think I he just when disarmed. Miyagi, like when, remember, when Mr. Miyagi was fighting Cobra Kai. Yeah, remember when end. that elderly man fought those high school children yeah. and beat the shit out of them? Yeah, it was great. Interesting. Did they just reboot that with the same premise? No. So that's the the TV show is Cobra Kai. Yeah. And it's the ideas that Daniel and Johnny are grown up. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but Johnny beat up a bunch of like, high school well, kids. Well, Johnny's kind of a loser and towny dude. Uh, Daniel LaRusso owns like a car lot and is like successful, like lives in a nice house with his family, but he's also kind of a douchebag now. Yeah, because he has that one moment in high school. Right, exactly. And so they like, they sort of reverse these roles yeah. where Johnny is now the, the kind of down on his luck, like fighting yeah. from underneath scrappy dude. And also he recounts history way different. Like they have flashbacks yeah. and they're, he's like, I was in love with this girl, Allie, and I was like doing everything I could to like hang on to her and this kid, kid from out of town comes in and starts making trouble and like intentionally screwing the everything up. The wall got up. 10 feet higher. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. I actually really, like, I haven't watched it yet, but I've been seeing clips on YouTube, YouTube. and it looks like a lot of fun. Like, it's, the way they twist that perspective I is think like they, they stole, really interesting. They stole that, like, perspective twist from the movie Grown Ups, starring Adam Sandler, <laughs> um, because I think it... And uh, Chris Rock. And Chris Rock. Joe, speak on this. I would not watch an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, You're forced to watch it now. In the year of our Lord, 2018, or really anything after, like... How did Netflix give him, like... That like, golf show. How did Netflix give him, like, so much money to, like, curate 
freaking movies. I know, he's like a absurdly. boss now. Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. Wild. Yeah, like I anyway, love Happy Gilmore. Let's let's double impact this. <laughs> okay, we're almost there. Almost, we're getting close. So uh, they get to the part where they uh, kill the femme fatale. Um, now both of the uh, both of the main evil bosses are running. Yes, it's time to it's time to split up, but. They actually, there's actually a really cool fight scene with the uh, uh, Captain Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mr. yes. Turtleneck with the spurs. Like, that was before they get to the Femme Fatale. Yes. And they're in the dark. There's also the Bolo fight after oh. that. But they're like, yeah, they're in this, like, there's like one source of light. And so there's like these yeah. rich shadows, these bright highlights. And he's like, he's moving in and out of the shadows and then doing his spin kicks and like hitting him with the spurs. And then immediately like. He punches the wall. He Yeah, he punches him. Or, but yeah, it hits the wall and then the lights come on. Yeah. And just continues to just beat the shit out of <laughs> Cowboy. Yeah, it's really, it's really a, a like, dynamic and artistic sequence. Yeah. Like, they really, like... It, it was definitely like a dance scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they worked very well together. Yeah. Now, which, which sort of, like, sub-boss fight scene do you like better, Joe? Do you like the Cowboy Spurs dude? Or do you like the uh, Chad versus Bolo in the sort of arena match. I like Chad versus Bolo oh, in the arena God. match. No, so, Me, okay, on. the shirts come, come off on. with Chad oh, yeah. and Bolo. <laughs> yeah. Shirts yeah. are off. Yeah, Chad sort of rips off naturally, yeah. and then Bolo stops him, and he's like, you, me, yeah, let's just yeah. fight it out like like dudes. Dude. And then he breaks out the, the eagle's claw. No, before that, though, he had the, the, the fucking trademark, like, like, all the flex. Double flex. Yeah. And then it has that face where he just stares at him and you're just like, holy fuck, I will not fight you. Yeah, no one would fight him. No. He's the most dangerous man on the planet. At that moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's really huge. Was, he's yeah. probably got like, Van Damme, like realistically, probably weighs like... 175 maybe. Maybe like, yeah, 185 yeah. max. Uh, yeah. He's like... No, he's lean in this movie. Yeah. He's a, he's a yeah. short dude too. Yeah, and then Bolo's like easily like 220. 220. Yeah. yeah, he's a heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. Huge. This guy's just lifting like full <laughs> barrels of fuel. Yep. And like throwing them at each other. And Bolo... Bolo should have won. Oh, for sure. But Van Damme, Chad, gets lucky. Yeah. Uh, because... That 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 he he gets he can't stop using these barrels. Yeah, like he's addicted to the barrel. <laughs> Picks one up, charges forward, jumps over. Yeah, Van Damme yeah. jumps at least eight hundred feet <laughs> in Bolo the air. Flips it back. Yeah, just like a, a like a, a eight hundred pound barrel. Yeah, just tosses it back. Yep, filled with yeah, filled with fuel. Yeah, um, and Van Damme ducks under. Punches him in the face, and then comes the signature kick combo. Oh, yeah. Different frame rates, different speeds, different looks. They're all beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah. It's a thing and of beauty. he's wearing, I don't know if you noticed, but he's wearing, like, loafers. Oh, yeah. Like. That's classic. The, like, mellowest shoes of all time. And you, like, get to see it in slow motion. Those just, like, wipe across his face. Oh. Yeah. It's beautiful. Love it. Love it. And then he gets electrocuted. Yeah. And then that fire <laughs> blows up half the boat. The, yeah. That ship should have been sinking. Yeah. They should have all been dead. You don't walk away from something like that. No. You don't... There's no coming back. No. And it, he jumps out of the way, and then all of a sudden, everything just, like, explodes around him. They're on the radio. Go, oh, everybody's dead. The whole part of the ship yeah, is dead. Yeah, it's all vaporized, except for <coughs> Van Damme. Yeah. Of course. So of they course. run off the boat, uh, Zhang and 
the British guy. Yeah, it's time to finish it. Yeah. Alex goes after Raymond Zhang. Before he does, he points at when Chad comes down the stairs. He's mine. (laughs) (laughs) And just starts like full sprinting. Which is too bad because, yeah, Alex has a personal sort of story with Zhang, but. I think Chad really experienced that more with the cigar box in that scene where they're talking about. Yeah. The recruitment. So they both have a connection to him, but no one really has a connection to Griffith. Yeah. Other than just knowing that he played a part in it. Yeah. Orchestrated. Yeah. So yeah, they never really go too much into his character, do they? Zang, just kind of there. He's just an evil British guy. <laughs> With that uh, Lord Farquaad haircut. Yes. <laughs> um, Zang does the classic teenage girl mistake in horror movies. Starts climbing levels. Mm-hmm. Why is he going up? Because he likes to be in powerful positions. He likes to be above, like, all the peasants. No, like, run to a car. Get in a car and leave. Don't get onto another boat and, like, go all the way up to the mast. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what is that? Is that, like, a crane or what? Yeah, Yeah, get in a car and freaking leave. I don't know. It's a mast. I think he's out of dudes, though. He doesn't have anyone to drive him. (laughs) Call more dudes. (laughs) He doesn't have a phone. Yeah. It's anyway, he, he finds this way to complexly run up uh, on a series of ladders and stairs to the top of this part of the ship. Well, Alex, for some reason, is pulling himself up on different parts of the ship, making it super hard for himself to get up to see Zhang. He takes the most difficult route, for sure. He really and does. There's this one part where you see that classic like greenish background where you're seeing the bottom of the CGI. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like a yeah, bre- like a stream projection. The edge, the edge of everything is all green. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's too bad. And then it's like all of a sudden gets the second wind. He gets definitely. his hand back up there, climbs up, sees Zhang right there. It's ready to go. It's go time. It's go time. Zhang, of course, being the gangster that he is, fight to the death. Has the uh, the little cane with the uh, the tri tri tipped sword. Yep. Oh yeah, the yep. hidden yeah. hidden blade. <laughs> And he's using all kinds of fencing moves. Yeah, like there was there was definitely one part in that scene where I think Jean Claude was actually doing a like a spot where he was supposed to get cut, but then that got cut out of the scene. Yeah, and he just sort of yeah. has a weird he's like, like a twitchy little, reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole fight scene is weird. Like it's not. It's obviously a guy with a knife, and the guy. The other person is trying to disarm the knife at that point. Yeah, luckily... Once you disarm the knife... Luckily, it's short, and it's... Obviously, yeah. it's building towards, like, a satisfying mm-hmm. conclusion, but it's, like... It's and just it's taking the hand there. through the, the gears. The gear? It's so sick. Oh, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. And it was in one one swoop that you see the gear go down, and then just this mangled hand come up. Oh, yeah. And it was just, like... And they don't linger on it, because no. you know it's just disgusting. Yeah. Once That's, again, once again, props to the effects of the 1991 movies. It's, they actually uh, did a really good job with that. They really did. <laughs> so that was a, a really cool part of that. Um, obviously, during that little bit of it, he's uh, they obviously have this little meeting at this point. Crime boss is begging, "Hey, like I'll split half of everything with you." And he's like, "Oh, everything." Oh yeah, it's so pathetic. So it's like begging for his life. The con man in uh, Alex is like, everything sounds good, 50% of, but then all of a sudden, because he can't be the one that kills anybody, the saint that Alex becomes at that point, the ship starts to move, and 
There goes Zang. All the way down into some boxes. Yeah, what, 800 stories? Yeah. Just all the way into... And just still, past. Like, <laughs> slams into those boxes. Head first. That, that poor stuntman, that looked like a nightmare. That looked like it hurt really bad. Heroes do exist, and <laughs> that is one of them. So Whoever that man was. Then it cuts over, of course. Yeah, now it's time to take care of Griffith. Griffith is And it's driving. like they're like playing Tetris. Yeah. So uh, he shoves uh, the girlfriend into this little corner... Again, he's looking after uh, another man's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She gets pushed aside. She's safe. And then all of a sudden, you see Alex or uh, Chad go into the water. He makes... He doesn't just, like, fall into the water. Like, oh, no, there's no no more room for me to stand. He does a perfect swan dive. He's amazing. Incredible. Really impressive, actually. Yeah. And then Griffith, in his infinite wisdom, gets out of his protected space... And then just starts haphazardly firing into the water as if like, well, I'm lucky in life and in business, so I'll, I'm probably going to hit him. He'll he'll probably just drown, no problem. And runs out of bullets, and uh, he has some stupid ass line that I've never forgotten, where he said, he said, come now, you've got to breathe, haven't you? Oh yeah, Chad, Chad or Alex or whichever one you are. Yeah. As if there's more options right, than that. Exactly. It's like no man, there's two <laughs> options. It's either one or the other. Dude. So all of a sudden you get this heroes like chorus come up in the movie, and you hear Chad get into the into the forklift with. Oh yeah, box. that's that's such a beautiful shot, like yeah. right out of the darkness, Just like. Bloop. His and, head's there, then all of a and sudden he says, he says, he says, here. <laughs> and just drops it. Yeah, drops just a smush. shipping container. Wham. Smush. Death by shipping container. So there they are, and <laughs> everyone comes together. Zang's dead. You see uh, Chad and Alex just get to the point where they meet each other. They embrace each other. All it took was several hundred near-death experiences. Yeah. Uh, and and them almost killing each other. Yes, and concussions for them to finally... <laughs> be ready to be a family my god so they embrace and as soon as they're done embracing chad pulls the girl over there's a reconciliation yeah, after he domestic essentially, violence he essentially like hands her over yeah he's like yeah you can have her back yeah like i'm done saving her now yeah. like come on guy and then all in the while you have uh crazy uncle in the background just like <laughs> uncle frank is like frank. can yeah. someone please tend to my yeah. severe steam burns here and he's just like Haha, yeah yeah and then it ends with a fucking like okay hey okay yeah van damme turns to the screen fires that off machine gun sounds yeah and then the greatest hip-hop song of all time kicks in <laughs> god what is it called I called it the Revenge Rap, but it's like feel the impact. Yeah, it's in a, your soul. Every nineties. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play it here in, in just a second, so you get a chance to hear it yourself. It's an incredible. It's almost as good as that Shark Hat song from Deep Blue Sea by LL Cool right. J. Crisscross. Yes, one thousand percent. Oh, deepest bluest. Yeah, my hat is like a shark's fin. Yeah, but this is like feel the impact. Yeah. inside your soul. But yeah, it's incredible how, like, the thirst for revenge can bring a family together. Because you've got this surrogate father in Uncle Frank. What does Uncle Frank get out of all of this? 
Great question, because this was <laughs> all his idea. <laughs> he hired like a private investigator to track down Alex yeah. and finally found him. And then he was like, cool, we're going to Hong Kong. We're going to freaking kill these gangsters. And I don't know. But like, I go back to the beginning of the movie. It's like... Now we own this tunnel, I guess. <laughs> it happened like so quick. It's like, okay, Chad, we're going to Hong Kong. What are the logistics of that? So like... Obviously, they just wiped out an entire crime family. Right. Like, do, do like you go to the bank and get it notarized? Like, oh, this is mine now? Right. Or do you, are, is Uncle Frank, like, trying to usurp the power? Like, now there's a, a vacuum. Is he going to be the new... The new boss. Yeah. Is What's his be... end game? I don't know. It kind of had me confused at the end of it, but I was also just, like, felt like I needed to take some pre-workout and... <laughs> Just pump weights. <laughs> Maybe this is some kind of, like, karate lesson. Like, you know, when you teach somebody something by having them e- execute an impossible <laughs> task, and you're supposed to learn something from it. So he, he knew all along that this crazy revenge plan was going to be hollow and empty, except that it would reunite the brothers under a common goal. And then they would love each other. And What's that common goal? Want to like hang out? Just illegal activity? To kill gangsters and yeah. blow people up with cognac? <laughs> <laughs> I still get it. It's ridiculous. But again, it's a movie. It's an incredible movie. One of the best in the Van Damme library. 1,000%. Yeah. Like, I agree. E- easily rewatchable, action-packed, tons of funny lines. They wouldn't have it on HBO if it wasn't good. Yeah, it's available to stream now on HBO. I forgot to say that at the beginning, but I'll put it in the video description yeah. and the freaking wherever else uh, is necessary. You because, can buy it on iTunes. Yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure you can rent it on for Amazon. For All that good stuff. You can yeah. get the disc from Netflix. You can rent it on YouTube. YouTube rentals are usually like two ninety nine for HD, which is pretty sweet. Oh, nice. Oh. So, what, so we talked about Rotten Tomatoes, the... The score is 14%. 14% people. I think I would probably, it's not worth... if you're looking for a rating for me. Yeah, that's where I'm headed with. I'd probably give this like a, it's a solid 71. Wow. Oh, wow. Surprisingly low. I, I would say. I'm a disappointed. I would say just for the, um, the unusually low scenes of nudity for a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Hmm. Oh, you wanted to see more JCVD, but... Um, but also, the uh, inaccuracy with the bullets just got me. Wow, man. Yeah. But otherwise... You should never just... watch a John Woo movie. <laughs> Don't watch Hard Target. Although they reload a lot in Hard Target, but it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I really enjoy the movie. Yeah. I was, I'm 71 to see. Wow. It is. Joe, let's, let's hear from you. I'm going to give this one um, a solid 75%. Wow. Yeah. I'm offended yeah. that I even brought you on this goddamn show. <laughs> Be um, honest. Upsetting. What this did you is, give this? This 88%. 88? Easily. Wow. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Right. Yeah. Oh, Van, then I'll change. I'll give it an 81. Van Damme's working overtime to spread his wings creatively on this, and I really appreciate it. I also appreciate the production value. <laughs> Like, like you said, the action is so well executed, and yeah. they knew exactly how to handle Van Damme in this, and mm-hmm. like he really gets to shine compared to a lot of his other movies where they just the action is so poorly executed that they having Van Damme was such a waste. Yeah, yeah, and that personally offends me because I love Jean Claude Van Damme. 
I love him to death. One of my favorite scenes of his is uh, the uh, kitchen scene where he does the splits. Oh, from Tom Oh Cog, my yeah. gosh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and the amount of rain in that movie. Oh, yeah. And that's the the rain they do where they just take the fire hose yeah. on the screen and just throw it into the air. You see the sheets of it like just coming down. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Double Impact started off with the splits in the beginning. It did. It really oh. did. Not just the splits, but like... It was like a b-hole angled camera. <laughs> yeah, he's like rocking back and forth, like showing <laughs> the girls in his aerobics class like how he fucks. Yeah. That's literally They're what that... Like, and that girl, he was helping stretch. She had like a cramped leg or something. Yeah. Her leotard was absolutely wild. It was normally, uh, it's like a singlet, yeah. right? And normally, it was cut very cut. close. Well, normally they are like a swimsuit, but like girls will like layer up underneath. Like they'll have stretchy pants underneath. Oh yeah, well, because it's so nothing. narrow in the pubic region. Yeah. it's honestly the coverage is like barely there. Mm-hmm. And of course, the close up. And she was yeah exactly what, well, and she seemed totally fine with it which that's not a judgment of her character but man no. i would feel a little exposed yeah like unsure about <laughs> what's gonna happen during my aerobics class right. with that that she knew what she was doing there's a lot of risk you might even say she was going for maximum risk <laughs> oh she was probably going for double impact <laughs> Note. Yeah, I think it's time to <laughs> knock off. <laughs> You're kind of being a real time cop right now. Uh, Universal Soldier. <laughs> oh my gosh. That just about does it for double impact here, guys. We went deep into this, I think. Yeah, real deep. We pretty much laid out the entire movie for everybody. (laughs) So if you didn't want spoilers, if you've never seen it, that's too bad. Because you got them. I mean, there's still a lot of eye candy in this movie with JCVD. Oh, yeah. It's it's, us talking about it is absolutely nothing compared to the reality. Oh, yeah. It's a work of art. In fact, I would give it a higher rating, but, you know. You don't want people to like not watch this or listen to this. Yeah, I don't. I also don't want to set people's expectations too high. You know, I gotta set 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 my man JCVD up for success because lots of people are gonna be going back and checking out his past catalog, and uh, as they should. Excited as they should. As they should. Well, thanks everybody for listening to another episode of the Trash Heap. I'm really sorry Elliot wasn't here for this. Uh, I might do some crying later because this movie would have been perfect for him. But like I said, we are going to get into the sort of the where and the how and what's going on with him uh, here pretty soon. And um, don't forget to check us out on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash the trash heap, uh, Twitter at trash heap pod, and uh, also YouTube. And that's going to be important later. So I'll, uh, I'll leave some links hanging around uh, for you guys to check out. Uh, thanks to uh, Joe and Jeremy from Moments uh, for coming by the show. Go check out their music on wherever you listen to music. And uh, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, come check them out on our show. Do it. And until next time, the dumpster is closed. Yeah.